Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who have been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ-likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host, and want to welcome you men to today's podcast. Welcome to the conversation. Um, it is truly the mark we're aiming at, and that is Christ-likeness. Romans 8.29 says we have all been predestined to be conformed to his image. And so that's what we're going to be digging into uh, here today. Um, that's, in fact, that's just our overarching theme every time we gather together. But again, before we get into any kind of teaching and discussion here today, I want to invite you to please reach out to me. Shoot me an email at spellmanministries at gmail.com, S P E L L M A N ministries, plural, at gmail.com. Let me hear from you. Let me hear what the podcast has uh, done for you. Let me hear questions. Let me hear comments. Hey, let me hear criticism. <laughs> if you have a way you think the podcast could be better, I want to hear about it. And uh, so that email, spellmanministries at gmail dot com. Um, and let me hear some testimonies and prayer requests. Um we commit to pray for you. We commit to pray. For, we are praying for you in general terms, things we know to pray from the word, things that God puts on our heart to pray for you, all of our listeners uh, here at Family Mission. But also, if there's something specific we can partner with you in prayer about, you can you can know that that email, spellmanministries at gmail.com, that comes directly to our inbox, directly to my inbox, and uh, our family, our family alone, um, and we'll be praying for you. So please reach out to us with prayer requests, testimonies, uh, questions, again, comments, whether they're uh, praises or criticisms. <laughs> it makes no difference. Just give us some comments. Let us know how the podcast is affecting your life and uh, the family mission. Hey, if you haven't checked it out, um, my son, Sam, has a podcast called Roar, Revealing Our Amazing Redeemer. goes live every Wednesday. Um, you don't want to miss those podcast men, especially young men. Um, man, it'll just bless your heart. Um, such a fresh voice, such fresh insights, so easy to listen to. He is my favorite podcast. Well, I should say he's my second. My first one's my wife. And so, men, make sure you encourage your your ladies, your friends, lady friends, wives. Um, check out Crowned in His Glory. Um, goes live every Tuesday, fresh episodes. My wife sharing from her heart to the heart of ladies and just helping them discover and walk in their God-given value, identity, and purpose. Uh, such an anointed voice uh, for women in this generation. So uh, lady friends that you might have, spouse, obviously your wife, encourage them to check out the Crowned in His Glory podcast every Tuesday. Sam's live on Wednesday. Of course, I come to you on Thursday, men. And then every Friday as a family, in fact, the next couple weeks, our family, we're just going to actually all kind of be um, collaborating. If When I say all of us, probably going to be Sam and Dan and I. I'm sorry, Sam and um, Kimberly and I. But uh, we invite you to check out Friday's podcast, Family Mission. And uh, I think that's pretty much all the... Uh, 
little uh, launch <laughs> advertisement uh, announcements, whatever you want to call them. But men, I am so excited to dig into the scriptures today because I'm telling you, it is the Word of God that gives us stability. It is the Word of God that gives us a strength. And as men, we need to provide that to our homes. We need to provide strength. We need to provide stability. We need to provide security. And we need to provide it for our marriage. We need to provide it for our home and family. And so we're going to dig into this week and probably next week a, a bit of scripture that Jesus gives us in the book of John. But before we do that, let's let's take a look at Proverbs, I'm sorry, Philippians three. This is our golden text for marksmen, our golden text for marksmen. And it's found in Philippians three and it begins in verse um, 13. Paul writes, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. In other words, Paul's saying, I haven't arrived but there is something I'm aiming at. And I like what Andrew Walmack says. He says, I may not have arrived, but at least I left. <laughs> I like that. That's clever. Anyway, Paul writes, he says, But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before. And so that's one thing I pray, men, as we bring this podcast to you each week, is we give you strength to keep reaching. Sometimes um, we get overwhelmed. Sometimes we just get, um, you know, the, the battle lingers on. Sometimes struggles linger on. And there can come a weariness upon any of us and upon all of us. But here's the good news. We have we have constant access to strength. And it's not our own strength. It's His strength. Like Paul wrote to the Ephesians, be strong in the Lord. We have 100% total access 24-7 to strength. Strength that is the Lord's strength. And strength that is the result of the, the relationship we have with Holy Spirit. We're going to get specifically into that here today. But look, let's continue reading. He says, reaching forth to those things that are before. So I pray that you have strength today to keep reaching, strength today to keep pressing, that that truly there would just be an infusion, even I'm, my prayer is just going out to you men today, that there would just be an infusion and a strength that rise up in your soul to keep reaching, to keep pressing, to keep focused, and to keep reaching towards Christ likeness. And he goes, verse 14, I press toward the mark. This is King James Version. I press towards the mark. And this is where the the, the title uh, for this podcast and this men's uh, fellowship called Marksman is that where Paul said here, I press toward the mark. And the mark is Christ likeness. He goes on to say, the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, which is Christ likeness. It's being just like Jesus. It's Romans 8 29, being conformed into the very image of Christ Jesus. And so that's what we aim at. 
And of course, a big part of the reason this was uh, the title of this podcast and this fellowship for men is also this was my dad's favorite passage. This was my dad's favorite two verses. Uh, we had a lot of time talking about it before he went home to be with the Lord. Um, I had gotten saved, gotten filled with the Holy Spirit, answered the call of God. And me and my dad, my dad and I, um, <laughs> had lots of great conversation. And these were his life verse. So this this podcast, man, is, is really just kind of my dedication to my dad. I, I dedicate this podcast to him. And uh, of course, then through marriage, I married into an amazing family. I married into uh, and had a great father-in-law, father-in-love, I called him. And uh, so this podcast is dedicated to both my dad and my my father-in-love. And so these are important verses. These are these are treasured verses. These are very uh, highly esteemed verses in my heart. They're continually transforming me. And so as we get into this discussion today, I want us to go to the book of John. Like I said, as men, we have to provide strength for our homes. We need to provide stability. We need to provide security. Uh, it's one of the greatest needs your wife has. It's one of the greatest needs that your children have. I'm talking even grown children, not only young children, certainly young children, but even as children grow and they go through the teenage years and maybe they become adult children, uh, your role in their life, men, um, one of the main things that you provide for them, yes, your wisdom, yes, your example, but you're also going to be a rock for them. You're going to be uh, a source of stability, a source of strength, a source of security. And so you might be thinking, man, don't don't put that on me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not putting it on you. That's what the Word of God says. We are called to be like Jesus. You know, Jesus, um, he's, we're under his covering. He's our strength. And like Ephesians 6 says, we can be strong in the Lord. And when Ephesians 5 says that we're to love our wives like Christ loves the church, in other words, we're to love them, our wives and our family, like we're loved by Christ, well, Christ has become security to us. He's come, he's become stability to us. He's become that rock and that foundation and that stability to our life, that stabilizing factor to our life. And so this is what we see. Now go with me back to the book of John. I want to look at a couple verses here. And there's no way we're going to get through this uh, little study here today, but we're going to get kind of the first layer peeled back, and we'll pick it up next week. So I hope you'll you'll be able to join us. And, and while we're going to the book of John, I want to also invite you men, if you're getting this, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, September 9th through the 11th, September 9th through 11th, Camp Rocky Creek in uh, Winona, Missouri. We're going to do a Marksman Men's Encounter Weekend. It's an outdoor event at Camp Rocky Creek, Winona, Missouri. It's a Marksman Weekend event, a men's encounter. And we're talking about, of course, aiming your life at Christ's likeness. You can go to our Facebook page and check out the ad at Spelman Ministries if you're interested. But let's go back to the book of John. Like I said, let's peel back the first layer of this. And in John chapter 4, I'm going to have you look at this in John 4. 
Um, here's what Jesus said in John 4, talking to the woman at the well of Samaria. I'm just going to grab a couple verses just to keep the conversation moving here. I'm not going to do a whole teaching on John 4. We're just going to grab two verses um, out of John 4 and John 7 as we begin. But John 4.10 says, Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, Give me a drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Now, what's the issue here? The issue is she thought, you know, because this was racial tension between Jews and Samaritans, he asked for a drink of water. And she thought, you know, hmm, <laughs> I thought Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. But now that you need something, you're talking to me. So that's kind of the, the setting here. And Jesus is saying, no, ma'am, I'm not trying to get anything from you. In fact, if you knew who I was, you'd ask of me and I would give to you. In other words, yeah, I asked you for a drink, but the reality is I have something to give to you. I'm not trying to get anything from you. I'm trying to give something to you. Now, I want that to settle in to your heart, to your thinking, because in relationships, we want to be on the giving side. We want to bring something to the conversation. We want to bring something to the relationship. We don't want to drain the relationship. We don't want to just be a taker from the relationship. We want to be investing. We want to be building. We want to be a creator, one bringing something to the relationship, especially in marriage but also in other relationships as men. We need to be in the position as a giver. And like Jesus said, ma'am, I'm not trying to get something from you. I want to give something. And that's what keeps relationships clean and clear and pure is when there's no leverage. We're not trying to leverage and manipulate and get something from someone. We're trying to get love to them. We're trying to get something into the relationship. So that was Jesus' position. And he goes on in verse 14, and he says, because, you know, they're talking about the well. It was a natural well, but he's trying to shift the conversation so that she thinks spiritually and eternally, not just temporally. So he says in verse 14, But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst, but the water I will give him will be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Notice he said, verse 14, Whoever drinks the water I will give him will never thirst. Never thirst. Think about that. The potential of what he's he's offering her. She's thirsty, and he's like, ma'am, I'm not trying to get anything from you. I'm trying to give you something. In fact, what I give you, if you receive it and you drink the water I'm offering, you will never thirst. Never thirst. So hold on to that thought right there. Never thirst. And then go over to John chapter 7. John chapter 7. Here Jesus uh, lifts up his voice in verse 37, John seven thirty-seven. It's uh, during the Feast of Tabernacles. He lifts up his voice on the great day of the feast, and he cried out. Now imagine, Jesus just cried out. He lifted up his voice in a very crowded, busy place to get everyone's attention. 
Now, you've, you've been maybe as a man, as a man, you've had to do this perhaps, you know, like at a reception or a meeting. There's kind of like a, a meet and greet and there's a, a fellowship time, whatever. And all of a sudden, it's time to get to business. It's time to get in order. Somebody has to raise their voice. Somebody has to raise up and say, hey, attention, attention. You know what I'm saying? You have to raise your voice. And that's what's happening here. This was a very busy place, a busy time. Lots of conversations happen. It's a loud place. Jesus cried out. And here's what he said. If any man thirst, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believes on me, like the scripture says, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. He said, is anyone thirsty? He cried out. He said, come to me and drink. And like the scripture says, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. Now, verse 39, John writes, but this spoke he of the Spirit, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. He was speaking of the Holy Spirit, which they that would believe on him would receive, for Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So I want to, as we peel back our conversation today, and we, we're going we're gonna to pick it up next week, but we're, we're not done yet for today, but I just wanted to kind of set these scriptures in place. So we saw in Philippians, you know, we're, we're to be like Jesus. We're to aim our lives at Christ's likeness. And who is Christ? He is our rock. He is our security. He is our strength. He is our stability. And as men... As we aim our lives at Christ's likeness, then we have to be stable. We have to be strong. We have to be secure. But does that mean we never feel some other way? Do we ever deal with other feelings? Do we ever deal with feelings of insecurity, feelings of, of confusion, feelings of worry, feelings of fear? Yes, we have those feelings. Jesus himself was tempted in all ways in all ways, yet without sin. So we're going to face temptation. We're going to face feelings. But I want you then now to put together John 4 and John 7, where Jesus in his conversation with the woman said, listen, I'm not trying to get anything from you. I'm not trying to take in this relationship. I'm trying to give. And as men, that's how we have to live. We don't want to be takers. We want to be givers. We don't want to be in need of love. We want to be lovers. We want to love our wives. We want to love our family. We want to love our our neighbor. We want to love our enemies, right? Jesus said, love your enemies. We want to be givers. We don't want to be takers. So in the relationship, we have to position ourselves not thinking, what can I get from it? What can I give to it? In fact, a lot of times, even in the world, you people will um, they'll choose jobs based on what they're going to get from it, not what they can give to it, not what they can how it's going to affect their destiny and their calling. But no, many times people measure relationships in any term. Many times it's based on what it does for them, what they get from it, what they take away from it. <laughs> 
rather than what can we give into it. So that was John 4. And then John 7, Jesus cried out and says, is any man thirsty? And so let me just ask you, men, is there any men listening today who are thirsty? That means you're in need. And yet you're hearing me say, hey, you got to be strong. You got to be a rock. You got to be secure. You got to be a stabilizing factor. And you're thinking, but I'm thirsty. Jesus said, come to me. Come to me and drink. And he was referring to our relationship with Holy Spirit. The drink we were going to receive was we were going to receive Holy Spirit. In John chapter 20, when Jesus was raised from the dead, he breathed on them. And he said, receive Holy Spirit. Now, let's go back to John 16. And this is where we're going to begin really digging more and more into the meat of of how is it that we be that stabilized? How do we be that secure husband? How do we be that secure parent, that secure father, that stabilizing force in our home, that, that, that security, that peaceful person that our, our wife needs, that peaceful person that our children need, or that peaceful person that, you know, just is always steady on the job, always dependable, always integrous, always accountable, always on time, always producing. How do we be that man? How do we live from such a strong place? Well, we have to access this living water. We got to get that well inside of us. We got to get that river flowing that Jesus talked about in John 4 and John 7. We got to we got to lean into this relationship that Jesus said we would have one day with Holy Spirit. So let's read about it in John chapter 16. Now in John 16, this is kind of the wrap-up of Jesus' life here on earth, and he's getting ready to, he's going to go to the cross. He knows what's happening. He's going to lay his life down. He's going to pay the price for our sin. He's going to, he's going to by faith, embrace our sinfulness so that one day, by faith, we can embrace his righteousness. He's by faith going to die so that by faith we can live. I mean, this is the great exchange. He's by faith going to receive the curse so that by faith we could one day receive the blessing. I mean, he knows what's happening here. And so as he's preparing his disciples for what's about to happen, he's introducing to them the person of the Holy Spirit. The person of the Holy Spirit. Notice when you read through John 14, 15, 16, particularly John 14 and 16, all the references to Holy Spirit and every one of them, Jesus says, He, Him, not it. Now, I'm not trying to be super simplistic here, but I am trying to make a, a very important point. Holy Spirit, He's a person. He's not an it. He's not power, though He has the power of God. He he brings the power of God. The Bible says He hovered over the waters in the very beginning when the Father, the Creator, spoke. It says Holy Spirit was there. And when God spoke, man, the power flowed and Holy Spirit moved. So Holy Spirit, 
is the one who brings the power of God into our life and and upon our life. He anoints us. But we must, must know, men, Holy Spirit is a person. And he's a person that Jesus said, he's going to be with you just like I'm with you. So here's the man, Jesus, telling his, his followers, these men, listen, guys, I'm going away. I'm going to read the verse in a minute. He says, I'm going to go away. And of course, there's not one to hear that because that didn't make sense why he's got to leave. But again, we understand looking back to the cross, back to the death, burial, resurrection, ascension, we get it. It makes sense to us because we've been preached to, we've been taught from the Bible. We understand a lot of these things, at least on some level. But at this point in time, these men did not understand why the king had to die. They just received Messiah. They've been walking with Messiah. They believed believed he was Messiah and that he was going to rule and he was going to take the throne of their father, David, the great patriarch, and he was going to have a kingdom that would never end. So it didn't make sense that he had to die, that it didn't compute. And the Bible says in the book of Isaiah that God's ways and God is love. So we could say love's way is higher than man's way. Love's thoughts are higher than man's thoughts. So there's a higher way, there's a higher thought. It's love's way, it's love's thought, and that's why they couldn't grasp it at that moment. But look at John 16 as we move towards a wrap-up here today. John 16. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for being a part of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing the podcast. Thanks for getting other guys sitting at the table, joining the conversation. But let's wrap it up here today. John 16. Jesus said this in verse 5. John 16, 5. He says, I'm going to go my way. I'm getting ready to leave, and I'm going to him that sent me. He's going back to the Father. And yet none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I said this, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless... Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you, it is advantageous for you, it is profitable for you that I go away, because if I don't go away, the Comforter, the Spirit, will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send Him to you. I will send Him to you. This is what John 7.39 was talking about when John wrote these words. He said, When Jesus cried out, saying, if you're thirsty, come to me and drink, and out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. But this spoke he of the Spirit, which they who believed on him would receive. But the Spirit wasn't given because Jesus was not yet glorified. But can I tell you, men, Jesus died. Jesus was buried. Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus ascended to the to the right hand of the Father. And Jesus has been glorified. And He has sent Holy Spirit. He has released the Spirit to come and be our guide and be our comforter. He has released Holy Spirit to not only be upon us, but 
within us. He becomes our breath. He becomes our life. And he he becomes a constant source of strength and stability and comfort and wisdom. He, on the inside of us, can give us that river of living water. He, on the inside of us, can give us that unending well that springs up unto everlasting life. John 4, John 7, Jesus' very own words as he referenced Holy Spirit and his relationship with us and our relationship with him. And notice it says this, the comforter will come to you now. I'm going to read this in the Amplified, and then this is going to be the handoff to next week's program. We're going to pick up the conversation and the teaching further about this um, wonderful relationship we have with the mighty Holy Spirit. Amen. So here's what he says. This is John 16, 7 in the Amplified. However, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, it is good, it is expedient, it is advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby will not come to you. He will not be in close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. Did you catch what the Amplified, uh, it, it, you know, it expanded the idea of who the comforter is. The Greek word is the paraclete. Who is Holy Spirit in our life? What does it mean for him to be this river on the inside of us? What does it mean for him to be this well on the inside of us? It's very simply, he's our comforter. He's our counselor. He's our, I love these other words that it brings out. He's our helper. He's our advocate. He's our intercessor. He's our strengthener. And he's our standby. So if he is all of that to you men, and he is all of that to me, and if we walk with him, and we listen to him, and we yield to him, and we let him lead us and guide us, Just like Jesus said, I'm going to go, but I'm going to send him. He's going to be with you just like I'm with you. And if we learn to walk with Holy Spirit, just like these disciples walk with Jesus in the flesh, we walk with Holy Spirit today as our counselor, our paraclete, our standby intercessor, advocate, strengthener, amen, then we can be a source of strength a source of security, a source of stability in our homes, in our families, in our marriages. And so we're going to pick up this conversation and this teaching next week as we dig even further into the beautiful relationship that we have, the amazing relationship we have with Holy Spirit that Jesus described. It would be like having a river <laughs> flowing out of you. It would be like a, a deep well that would never leave you thirsty. You would always have access to refreshing. You would always have access to th- that which you thirst for. And it wouldn't be coming from the outside. It'd be coming from the inside. That means we are never alone, men. And this is what Ephesians 6.10 is talking about, being strong in the Lord. 
And this is how we're going to be more Christ-like men. So this is one way we're going to press into uh, being more Christ-like is we're going to press into this relationship that we've been offered to have with Holy Spirit. So right now, Father, I just pray for every man under the sound of my voice because we all face needs. We all have needs. We all have feelings. We all have things that come against us and and try to overtake us and overwhelm us and surround us. But God, I thank you. We have complete, total access and constant access to strength, to wisdom, to counsel, to help, to comfort. And it is because of Holy Spirit and His presence with us, His presence upon us, and His presence inside of us. So I thank you, Father, right now for just a fresh anointing coming upon every man under the sound of my voice. And I thank you for the rivers of life that flow out of their belly and the well of living water that springs up through their relationship with Christ and through their relationship with Holy Spirit. And I thank you for it, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Man, it has been a quick 30 minutes. Uh, Time just really flies when we get into the Word of God because it's eternal. It's timeless. And so uh, this conversation went quick today. We got more to talk about next week. I hope that you won't miss next week's program. Hopefully you'll share today's podcast. Get other men sitting at the table. Let's get some other men in the conversation. And together as men, let's press towards Christ-likeness. It is the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. It is the mark that we're all pressing towards. Love you guys. I'm praying for you. 